well, there's obviously air as well. It's just a lot of the um, it's more more moisturous than you'd think. Moisturous, <laughs> moisturous. God, I wish we were labeling episodes because that would be the title of this episode. More moisturous than you think. More moisturous than you think. More moisturous than your mom. So, <laughs> did you have to go there? <laughs> I did last night. Yes. There's a rat called Radis. He's a leader of the bunch. A cat called Mardigliana. She's fluffy, but she's tough. Darren, he's a dopey dog. Mix, he's a mother that mixed up bunny. Hello, welcome to the Ferals Podcast. I'm your host, Monkey Boy, and I'm joined by... Swinney. Mike. <laughs> and welcome to a terrific episode. Terrific. Absolutely Freaking bombastic terrible episode. episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, what am I doing with my life? <sighs> oh, well. um, okay, so the theme of this episode, and it runs through the whole episode, is terrorism. <laughs> dun, dun, the, old, the old kids show Chestnut itself. Um, so the show opens with Darren sleepwalking um, and Joe as the security guard, which I thought was awesome. I don't know. Do you, do you guys think it was a bit underplayed throughout the episode, Joe being the security guard? They could have done a lot more with it. Uh, probably the best part is is a little later on um, when you see him at the actual uh, place that he's meant to uh, be guarding, which... Uh, mm. What what is what was that place, Mike? It was a cake shop. I, I don't remember the name though. Did anyone remember the it name? It wasn't a cake shop. It was a it was a <laughs> crunchy crumbly cake factory. F- a factory, sorry, <laughs> that's what I meant. To say. That's the difference. Do you think that's you know? inspired by the cheese cheesecake factory in yeah, Victoria? No doubt. Um, potentially was that franchise even around back then? I don't know. Was it in Sydney as well? Because uh, if I think this is these are Sydney-based people who made the show. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I but don't did know. you guys actually think um, he was going to be a proper security guy or a stripper? I thought he'd be a no, stripper. No, I thought he was a cop. <laughs> oh, cop! Right. Okay. I thought he was a bus like, driver. <laughs> just like <laughs> a certain character. Uh, so I mean, it opens with uh, with Lenny calling him a coward, which I thought was a bit harsh. I mean, it's not like Lenny's super brave, right? No, he's not. Yeah. Well, but he definitely uh, isn't. Uh, it doesn't open with that. We missed a pretty important opening scene. Sleepwalking? What? The yeah, sleepwalking. Yeah, we had... Yeah, Darren sleepwalking. I did say that, but I guess the key part is... No, because it starts <laughs> off with Darren sleepwalking, and I said that at the start, but we don't get to see what Darren is doing until after the Joe part has been established. Yeah. No, no we saw that he was burying the other ferals right in the first scene. Really? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, yep, he was because he buried oh, two, okay. and then he he brought uh, Radis as well. Yeah, that's when it kind of started. After. The other two already there. Oh, okay, I was okay. doing that. They, you, you're just trying to skip through it just to get to the end quicker. <laughs> it's so painful. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably right. didn't explicitly explain it like in the dialogue until the follow-up scene. So yeah, that's true. That's true. And you, I guess this was kind of ju- just after that opening scene with. Um, with Lenny sleeping on the couch it was very reminiscent of my previous relationship, <laughs> which by the end of I used to sleep on the couch pretty much every night. 
That's a very random. Why were you sleeping on the couch? Uh, Because even though we argued, I was the amicable one. I thought, hey, okay, fine, you get the nice, comfortable bed. I'll get the couch. Didn't you own the place? Yeah, but you know, she was a lady. You didn't explain why you broke up. It's because you used to sleepwalk all the time. She'd wake up buried all the way up to her neck in the garden. (laughs) (laughs) Upside down or head up. I don't know. Depends on anyway. depends on the uh, evening, I think. <laughs> um, so uh, Joe, in his first act of being a security guard, hears the ferals calling out for help, and uh, pushes Lenny forward to to inspect what's going on. And that's where we see Mixie, Moddy, and I didn't notice that uh, that Radis was buried as well. So they're all buried in the ground in the freshly uh, freshly done compost. So that's that's nice. Yes, when Lenny was um, also having a go at Joe, joking about him being a security guard at the cake factory, mm. all his sayings were brilliant. When he's like, "Oh, somebody's going to abscond with a scone, and yeah, kidnap yeah, a croissant, and take off with a tart." I that was brilliant. actually quite good. <laughs> they were good, actually. They were high quality puns. Not not quite up to. Uh, I couldn't quite reach that level at the intro of the show. Um, but yeah, they were, they were good quality puns. I like that. Um, I also like when, you know, when they're rescuing Moddy and Mixie, they're mm-hmm. pulling them up by the head. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it looked really good. I don't know how they did it because the puppets would be it pretty was, loose, right? This, I, I noted exactly the same thing. It was really well, um, what's the word for it, I guess? Puppeteered. Choreographed? Puppeteered? Really well made. Uh, and there's, there's certain mm. other scenes in, in the same, same part when they're talking and you can see them sort of, um, in between people's legs. So the way people mm. must have con- con- sort of... Uh, I don't even know how they did it. It was really well made. The, the mm. entire... Sort of that entire bit with them coming out of the earth and them talking was just really well shot. Mm. Mm. Um, and then we ha- we see that Darren is about to bury Keith, uh, one of our <laughs> favourites. And they establish it early that you're never meant to wake up a sleepwalker. Now, <laughs> hasn't this already been established before? Wasn't there another episode where they say this? Never yeah. wake up a sleepwalker? Yeah. Um, Swinney, does that ring uh, a bell? It doesn't ring a bell, but... Um, really? Okay. Have we had a sleepwalking sure character is- before? I'm pretty sure that there was like something like this. Like about sort of, you know, you can't you can't wake up a sleepwalker. I mean, we've had... Like, was it Keith sleeping? We've had health inspectors can't go out at night, but I don't know about <laughs> you can't wake up a sleepwalker. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, no, I, I vaguely remember something like that as well. I just don't remember no, the, the context of which episode. Yeah. I don't know. If it's you, you know what? It's a very common thing, and I never really understand it. You know, I sleepwalk. Well, I used to. I don't do it anymore, I don't think. But, mm. um, yeah, you, you always hear it, but, like, why? Why why not wake up a sleepwalker? I, I don't think it makes any sense not to. Uh, do you think it's a myth? I think it's a myth, yeah. We could mm. look it up so we don't provide false information then I don't know people exploit or something if you wake them up while they're sleepwalking we should treat this as a as a 1990s show so pre-google era pre-google era oh, okay Google, about we should years, test so. well I'm pretty Four sure years. this did have this happened in a previous episode because I thought I told you guys about my my mum and the sleepwalking and then we discussed about you doing it as well 
Because I gave that yeah, story sure about how she... We definitely did. Yeah. We did. Because I gave that story about how she, she used to sleepwalk. And one day, she gets up while I, while, while I was in the living room with my dad watching TV or something. She just walks past, opens the door, and starts knocking on our neighbor's door. And we're like, what the <laughs> f*** is she doing? And I realize she's sleepwalking. Uh, <laughs> so, but we didn't do anything. Yeah. We, just, we just left her there. So, she could keep knocking. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. <laughs> Did you even know who those neighbours were? They weren't even home, Lucky. We hoped they were, just to see the reaction. What? <laughs> but oh, they weren't, God. so... Hey, she done see. the same to us, just for a joke, so... <laughs> just for a joke. Um, then we see that cake... Uh, the cake has brought Joe in the house. <laughs> that we see that Joe's brought cake in the house. I'm picking up your spoonerisms, Winnie. Um... Uh, so this made me think of him more as a cop, but then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He works at a cake slash, you know, <laughs> donut, donut place. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, I thought it was pretty nasty actually how how Joe was talking to Darren about the whole no more sleepwalking. Like just yells at him as if that's gonna like cure him of his sleepwalking. <laughs> I don't know. Very strange. Um, okay, so going on. What did you guys think of the revelation that when they were watching the news that there were terrorists and that they'd planted a 20 cent coin sized bomb into a cake? What was like the first thought that came into the your head? The first thought was, man, what kind of horrible family calls their kid Chuck Muffin? <laughs> oh, so was it Chuck? It was Chuck I Muffin. I thought it was Chad. No, it was Chuck Muffin. Chuck Muffin. Now, I know there's probably not much you can do for the last name of Muffin, but still. It's almost it's almost mm. like it's that person's made to be a food fight character. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Muffin. Yeah, I can't think of any funny funny other alternative names. Like Muffin. But Mike Muffin sounds pretty cool. When they, anyway. when they oh, Stud Muffin. When they did oh, uh, yeah. when they did say about the terrorist thing, it Reminded me of quite a few episodes ago when they, I think they made another link, uh, joke about terrorists. I'm like, mm. oh my god, this this is '95. We've established that this was the same year that the Oklahoma bombing happened. Mm. Now <laughs> I know that they probably f- made this show before that happened, mm. but still, it just feels really, <laughs> it just feels really distasteful. That's all. <laughs> but the, but they have other there was other incidents like they tried to blow up the World Trade Center in I think ninety two from memory uh, you had the Lockerbie bombings like there were other terrorist incidents like I don't remember ever being a topical joke area you know surely you get like really edgy comedies talking about stuff like that of course they're gonna approach any topic like that but this is a kids show. Like, should, should they really... It's almost like if they made it today, they'd be talking about the Syrian refugee crisis or something. <laughs> this, uh, this I'm going to ship them off on boats or something. This whole episode... <laughs> this whole episode did not feel like a kid's show. It really no. not. This <laughs> entire well, no, episode... It, it, it did in parts. That's the weird thing. The topic at hand didn't, but the way it was written, how, pardon the pun, shit it was, felt like a kid's show, if you get what I mean. There were parts where I just went, this isn't even that funny. It's just... Childish humor. Okay. See, so I it's quite weird like this like episode. That. I quite like this episode, oh, but uh, okay. I didn't think it was for kids. No. I thought this was like an adult version of the Ferals almost. 
Yeah, it was mm. almost like the... it was almost like something that you'd play on uh, fast forward or one of those sketch shows. It felt like a bit yeah. more adult humor. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It just certainly didn't feel like it was aimed at the 12, 13 year old kids, as Mel said. But um, uh, yeah. So, was there anything else? Did you did you check this guy out? This Chad Muffin. Chuck Muffin. Sorry, I wrote down Chad Muffin. I'm just going to keep calling him Chad Muffin. He, to be honest, he wasn't on much. He did, like, Water Rats, GP, um, The Ferals. Not much. <laughs> oh, Water Rats. Oh, hey, what's what's the, uh, the piece of trivia for Water Rats related to us? I don't think we've ever talked about this. Uh, I don't know what you're talking you about. Oh, okay. That Water Rats, they filmed some stuff at, I think it was Sunshine West. Oh, that's right. We was it Water Rats, yeah. was it? Yeah, it was Water Rats. They were filming a high school reunion. Ah, They wanted okay. to make it, like, look povo, to make the character look, you know, more real or something. So they, so filmed, they, the high school. they filmed the high school reunion <laughs> at our old high school. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I remember about it? It's that... <laughs> this is so sunshine, I love it. That some of the coloured lights were stolen. <laughs> do you remember this? I do not remember this. So, some, so some kids stole the coloured lights, and the principal was asking, like, why have we? Have, why has someone stolen these coloured lights, and you've got to return them? And, yeah, supposedly the crew was really pissed off, because they're worth a fortune. What do they expect in a place like well, that? What? Seriously, like, why? What the hell do you expect? <laughs> I'm surprised they had. The, I, I'm surprised the cars <laughs> they came with still had their freaking wheels on them. Like, <laughs> uh. oh god, yeah. But it's just a weird thing to steal. Out of all the things you can steal, like, I guess. You, surely you wouldn't be able to plug them in. That'd be like special proprietary plugs or something. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> now the Federals have to resort to tying up Darren. Um, because they're fearful that he's actually going to, you know, <laughs> sleepwalk and bury them again. Um, and also, I, I missed out actually that the ferals really want uh, Joe's cakes, and especially Moddy. And <laughs> do you remember what food she particularly likes, Mike? In this scene? <sighs> no, no. She likes. She just it's, uh, Homer Simpson. She just kept screaming. Uh-huh. Donuts, donuts, donuts. Yeah. And then I think it was I Radis it hits her in the head and she goes nuts. Yeah. <laughs> when he when he hits her in the head. That was that was probably one of my favourite parts in the episode. Yeah, it was cra- crazy violent this episode at times. Just like random acts of absolute violence. Because yeah, when he whacked her in the head it was like a f- just a square boom. <laughs> she kinda like got knocked down like she got totally knocked out and fell like a plank. Also, in this same scene, Darren says, I have an idea. Let's try to convince the space aliens to go and get the cakes Mm. or something. What the hell was (laughs) up with that? It wasn't even addressed (laughs) after that. It was just like a random thing he came up with to let's speak to aliens. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, because they're all getting excited. Yeah, go on, Mike. I've got that George, whatever his surname is, that man with the aliens guy. The one with the crazy hair in my head now. Oh, yeah. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. It was aliens all along. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, Moddy wants her donuts. Uh, and then later in the night, Radis gets uh, Darren to steal the cakes. Like, he asked him, you know... Because what I didn't establish earlier that was key, I guess, was that 
instead of waking up a sleepwalker, you can talk to them, and it's almost like you can influence their behavior. So now, like, they've realized they can tell Darren to do stuff, and he will do it while he's sleepwalking. So, Radis, of course, got him to steal all the cakes. I mean, how hard is it to get the cakes anyway? It seems like, you know, uh, Joe's place is porous. You know, they can just go in and steal whatever they want every time. Hmm. Like, how many times did they steal the mobile phone? And also, Joe's working night shift now, so surely yeah. it's easy. easy <laughs> ah, the plot holes. <laughs> you don't want to think about it. How many times have the Ferals stolen stuff in the show? <laughs> it's like, I think we just watch it and go, oh yeah, whatever. But it, it seems like every other episode they're stealing something. <sighs> I just take that as a comment. I, I'm just, um, just going to say, <laughs> just the morals, the morals. Yeah, exactly. Lack thereof. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, Lenny wakes up and he realises that, you know, his microscope's gone and a whole bunch of other stuff. And this is where we hear the announcement on TV that the confirmation of the bomb, which... Do you remember its name, Swinney? I can't remember exactly, but they said something like it was a powerful digital bomb inside the It was a powerful electronic digital bomb. Electronic (laughs) digital bomb. And then they said it was a miniature bomb. <laughs> I love how Joe Joe runs in. He's like, oh, quick, quick, quick. And he's just pointing out the fact that he'd photobombed the TV reporter at the, uh, at the side of the, at the cake factory. In the live feed. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so now they realise that the cakes are missing and that there's a bomb in one of the cakes at that factory that Joe works at. Um... And then, which leads them to to go back to the shed where the cakes have been stolen, and Radis has eaten all the cakes. Now, I was disappointed with how you know he wasn't as fat as he could have been. Do you think he should have been fatter, Swinney? Well, we've already had one episode where Radis was blown up mm. like a balloon, so I don't, I don't know if they wanted to go down the same route again. I mean, how many cakes were there? Were there heaps of them? It's like a plateful. Yeah, there was a whole plateful. But it wasn't, like, a huge, huge amount. Remember, cakes have a huge amount of water in them. <laughs> really? Yeah. True story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, lot of the, a lot of the food ingredients I thought you were going to say air, to be honest. Well, there's obviously air as well. It's just a lot of the... Um, it's more, more moisturous than you'd think. Moisturous. <laughs> moisturous. God. <laughs> I wish we were labelling episodes, because that would be the title of this episode. More moisturous, moisturous than you think. <laughs> More moisturous than you think. More you. moisturous than your mum. So, oh, did you have to go there? Jeez. I did last night, yes. <laughs> Just walked into that one. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, they all rush off to the shed, and they hear ticking inside of Radis. And at this point... Moddy is about to, to whack Radis. Or in my notes, as it's written, Moddy is about to whack Moddy. <laughs> so, I think we forgot to establish that this... Uh, supposedly, this bomb is the size of a, what, a 20-cent piece, they said? I did say that, but yeah, yeah, it's a miniature Why? bomb. I was Why gonna would you, like, get a clock that? and shit to it? it uh, anyway, the whole thing doesn't make sense, whatever. But uh, I find that interesting, though. Have you ever heard of a bomb this small? Like fart bomb, maybe bombs this small. <laughs> well, for the sake of not appearing on any ASIO lists, nah, never. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what a bomb is. 
Yeah, I remember those fart bombs. They were crazy. I remember people throwing them around at school. Oh, people used to mm. chuck them in the... They used to run past open classrooms and chuck them in. Yeah. And they were yeah. foul as hell. Oh, <laughs> God. so bad. Are they actually illegal now? Because I, I feel like that was like... Surely they'd ban them. I don't know. What was in them? <laughs> I didn't... Like, it would be chemicals, man. <laughs> it would be like some nasty-ass chemicals. Nasty ass I, chemicals. I, <laughs> <laughs> Not literally, figuratively. Yeah, like surely they've they've banned them. You know, yeah, Australia is such a nanny state. They, they've never because th- there's absolutely no purpose for them apart from to stink and to create a nuisance. You know, normally with other things like fireworks, I guess you know entertainment and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Surely, hang on. Isn't it funny when you watch someone scream? <laughs> Because you just, just blew up a fart bomb? That's entertainment in and of it. itself. <laughs> just Googling it now, there you can buy 72 individual fart bombs for $11.54 hmm. US. Good That's good value. So cheap, man. Yeah, but the shipping from the US is like, what, 100 bucks? <laughs> the top imagine I, imagine someone I, <laughs> in customs seeing seeing that and they just see it says the word bomb all over it. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, quick, get the get the bomb specialists. Yeah, it actually says fart bomb all over it on the pack. Oh, boy. <laughs> I gotta share with you this image. It's awesome. Um what's it called? Oh jeez. I, I like the uh, the top rated review. I'll have to read this out. It's quite funny. Yeah, I'm sending you the link. Mm-hmm. Um, so the top rated review for these fart bombs, uh, surprisingly, didn't get fired. Four stars. <laughs> surprisingly, didn't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Did not care for one of my coworkers' habits of condescending towards everyone, including the customers. I went to the boss about it, and apparently, it would be more trouble for him to have her fired. Which I think she knows. So I bought some fart bombs and stuck them underneath the seat cushion at her desk. They didn't make the pop sound, but the stink was so thick you could cut it with a knife. The funniest part was that when she sat down, the chair squeaked in that fake fake fart way, and she embarrassedly said, It was the chair. Nobody is willing to believe that now. I like this five-star review. It says, starts with, My 10-year-old son purchased these with an Amazon gift card he received for his birthday. <laughs> Who the hell is using the an Amazon world gift card in. to buy fart bombs? Come on. Seriously. Hey, there's only it's one left in stock. We better right? hurry and, and order now. And then and then the parent goes on and leaves a five-star review. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> That's like a hit, hit and miss on whether or not it'll work. Lack of quality control on the fart, fart bomb line. <laughs> what's the what's the focus group testing for for a fart bomb like? Sheesh. Oh god. Well, actually, I've just checked an Australian website, and they do have fart bombs. So it sounds like you can still buy them. They're probably mm. all organic, natural ones now. Yeah, probably not as stinky. I actually think it'd be pretty funny to buy one of these. Seriously, like, have, when was the last time you've seen a fart bomb? I feel like you get shot if you actually tried to do this out in public these days. Like, because it <laughs> made a bang shot. sound, didn't it? What, were we in America? Oh, dude. The people carry guns off. around with them. Yeah, true. That's the one one thankful thing. One thankful thing. Anyway, 
getting us back uh, on <laughs> in line. I don't even know where this came from. The fart bomb bit. Um, okay, so so yes, we have we have uh, the ticking inside <laughs> Radis, um, and that some strange terrorists have planted a bomb inside a cake. Uh, I mean, my thought is seriously like this is so inappropriate for kids. And then the next yep. few scenes just kind of double down on that. I, I do like the dark line. I think it was uh, Radis was saying how they were all saying, oh, call the bomb squad. And he said, don't call the bomb squad because they'd want to blow me up. You guys remember that bit? No. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But did Radis say that? I think he did. Oh, I don't know. If, yeah. Yeah. It surely it would have been Radis. Yeah. Anyway, so this is where we start to see the uh, three methods at this stage of how they try to retrieve <laughs> retrieve the bomb. Um, <laughs> so you already know what the methods are, Swinney. Yeah. Which do you think is the most entertaining? I'll, I'll let you cover what the three are, because I think I'll lose it if I start to say Okay, it. all right. So the first method, they try to yep. fish the bomb out of Radis with something <laughs> that looks like a magnet... Well, I guess it is a magnet, because they say... They the classic up, magnet. The classic yeah, magnet shape. Yeah, you know. Yeah. How the hell do they work? Who knows? Um, <laughs> basically, and they... I think Lenny goes, Oh, it mustn't be made from magnetic materials or something. The next one, yeah, Lenny true. makes uh, something called Instapuke. Um, <laughs> like and, Instagram, but more pukier. Yeah, I know. And gives it to Radis. You know, there's all this big build-up, obviously, to get him to try to puke it out. And then Radis just burps and he goes, Ah, oh, have you got any more? Or something like that. And he drank it with a straw as well. <laughs> and the last one, and I'm not kidding, <laughs> they sit Radis on what looks like a kid's potty. And yeah, it was a potty. Try to get him to shit the bomb out <laughs> while everyone is standing around him <laughs> and commenting, oh, just do a big poop. So I'm glad you found that funny. I thought it was absolutely shit. No pun this, intended. No, this part, I, I didn't find funny. I was just like, what? That's cringeworthy. Why Why have they got this in a kid's show? Yeah. You're trying to shit this out. What the hell? Oh, I found it really funny. I was just like, this is so messed up. How did this get through? How did this go on air like this? Like, sure, like don't you agree, though? That it does fit that model of, you know, appealing to the 10, uh, like the 12, 13 year old kids, boys out there in particular. Uh, like, you would agree that it kind of fits. It's ridiculous, farcical humour. I don't know, man. I don't think I found that stuff funny when I was 13. The only thing I liked, the only thing I liked about this scene, other than it's like, I found the absurdity of it funny, but not the actual yeah. scene funny. But I did like that Radis says he, <laughs> when they're trying to get him to take the shit, and he goes, I don't like being watched. I will say I like that. Well, I think one thing that we should say is that, like, he he's struggling at first, right? And then he's like, "Oh, I got to try to, you know, make myself poop." So then he thinks of Moddy <laughs> to encourage his bowels to work. Oh, God, and he actually succeeds. <laughs> okay. So he actually succeeds in taking the shit, and then says. Pretty good effort. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my better efforts, actually. Now, <laughs> I want you guys to remember this scene because something I'm going to tell you later will be will if you don't know already, it will you will be flabbergasted by it. So okay, okay, cool. 
Well, the last the last thing I wanted to say <laughs> thing, to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was good actually. The last thing I wanted to say was, did you guys notice how he pulls up his pants? It looked like underwear as yes. well. It was creepy. It looked like yeah. he was wearing was like underwear or nappies. <laughs> Kelvin or Klein. <laughs> no, it looked like some little kid's underwear, like you know, two-year-old's underwear or something weird, right? And then you see the next scene, he's got no, no underwear, no pants, right? <laughs> that was really weird. It was. That whole scene was very unnecessary. I will. <laughs> it was so yeah. messed up. <laughs> I found it really funny though. They could, was, like, they could out. have done alluded to the same thing, but had him kind of like in the toilet, and they were outside the toilet, saying, "Oh, how are you going?" or something like, "Come on, Radis, yeah, like you banging can, on the door." Yeah, yeah. you can do it, Radis. Yeah. Still has the same absurdity, but it's not so crass and so just. He was sitting on Disturbing. a freaking kids' potty, and they're all staring at him. <laughs> And it was in the kitchen, wasn't it? On the table. On the kitchen, on the kitchen table. <laughs> what the hell? I agree. Like, picture this. Edgar Wright-style directorial effort. You know, they're all banging on the, the door. The door slams. You know, Radis looks up. It's kind of like one of those extreme angles where it's, like, showing up. You could easily make that funny. Um, I think... Inst- but this was... This instead was so of that, um, that... Uh, alternative episode subtitle we said before we should call the shitty shitty bang bang <laughs> that's true actually that's true Wait, well, yeah, what is the episode called again ratty ratty bang bang ratty bang bang ratty ratty bang bang yeah it's true shitty shitty bang bang works perfectly actually um so yeah like the last method which they don't go down is that Moddy wants exploratory surgery with a blunt knife Mm. So, so dark <laughs> so dark um, so yeah now the ferals all run away which I don't know this whole thing's a bit weird like if they actually think that he has a bomb inside of him surely that would cast him out right well we missed like I mean they kicked we, him out of the ship we kind of but. forgot to mention that after th- that attempt mm. Radis was no longer ticking and they're like oh something's been fixed and then Darren like pats him on the back and it starts ticking again then that's when they all run away that's true that's true and also when he didn't he poop out something uh no I think he just pooped out what you'd expect him to I don't think they actually oh no sorry sorry they fished out the the can from his mouth oh that's right they fished out the can it's a lot of stuff coming out of his body in this scene (laughs) Uh, so yeah Radis is now whinging because uh Ferals have kicked him out of the shed, um, and then he fools them. Says that he's going to charge the door. I, I was really hoping in this bit that Moddy would smash him in the head. Surely she can punch him in the head, and it wouldn't blow up. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't risk it. But, um, well, they keep saying, "Don't hit him! Don't hit him! It'll set it off or some stupid thing." Yeah, like that. that's true. That's true. So now, like the other ferals are going to leave, but Darren, Darren was very loyal. I guess the loyal dog. And he's uh, going to stay by Radis. So now it's going to be Radis and Darren in the shed. Darren puts and Moddy on and Mixie are leaving. like bomb protection gear, like a helmet and <laughs> yeah. some some vest, like high-vis vest that I could only make out the yeah. word bomb on it. I don't know if it said anything else on it. but Yeah, it says bomb. So I want to play what Moddy says as her final words to Radis, which just echoes how dark <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode really is. Radis. <laughs> You win, Radis. Mm. But before you blow up, I think you should know how I feel about you. 
I hate you. I've always hated you. I think you're a dog. A snot face. A stupid, low-down, big-headed pile of poop. Finished. Wow, this is crazy, man. <laughs> oh, it's so dark. This it, there was nothing nice about anyone in this whole episode. It was just all horrible. <laughs> well, the, Even the Mix, one thing I would Mixie, say is that Mixie you know, screams before that, and she's like, "I'm too young to die," and runs away from Radis. It's like, what the hell? Well, I think that Lenny and Robbie were sort of trying to find him, trying to help him a bit, mm, like later. I guess so. Don't you think? A little bit, but I agree. This is a very dark episode. I like it. Um, so yeah, Darren's in the shed, um, and so they're all sleeping. And Moddy and Mixie go to the window and start to instruct Darren to put Radis outside. So he blows up outside of the shed. This <laughs> is so dark, man. It's so so dark. Um, so what they do is they get Darren to put him outside and they hook him up. What would you describe it as? Like a little, like, you know, those old school cartoon ignition, you know, you push down on it and it blows up the bomb, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like a, what do you expect to be hooked to like TNT or something? Because they've got like the, I don't know what that, that push thing? What what do you call that? Ignite? Ignition thing? Yeah, yeah, it's like an ignition box or something. Yeah, and have it hooked up to Radis, but... They clarify it's just electricity because um, they go, oh, well, it turns out rats don't conduct electricity or something. So it was really weird. But you know what's... Well, yeah, Mixie, Mixie postulated maybe rats don't conduct electricity. <laughs> now, so you then Moddy holds on to it. You know what's weird about this scene is that when we were looking at doing this entire podcast, I chose a random episode of The Ferals mm. to just quickly skip into and check out just yep. to remind myself what it was like. And this yep. scene is the the scene that I saw. Ah, so I'm like, wow. this this made me go, okay, this this show was screwed up. Now I actually want to do a podcast about it. <laughs> well, I reckon this is the, the this kind of episode, like this episode in particular, how messed up it is. Like Radis pooping on the the kitchen <laughs> kitchen table while they're all watching, and then they're fishing through it. It is so messed up. I, like, there's zero chance that they could show this kind of stuff on TV. Imagine if this episode came out today. Ugh. Like, terrorists, one of the the characters got a bomb inside of him. They wouldn't to make work. Him poop. <laughs> it, it's insane. When there's they, nothing about this episode. When they go to electrocute uh, Radis to, I guess, try to set off the bomb or whatever. Um, <laughs> no, it's so to kill him, yeah. And, <laughs> I like how yes, exactly they're trying to kill him. They're trying to kill him. Moddy, I like how Moddy goes. Sayonara, rat features. Again, oh, rat features that. is not an insult to a rat. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's not an insult. Well, you know, because I've got the puppy, right? Wrong. Sometimes I call him dog, dog face or dog head, and people are like, "Oh, that's a bit rough." I'm like, "Why?" Well, it's very accurate, isn't it? He's <laughs> yeah. got a dog face. He's got a dog head. I know. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Is it an insult? I guess it's not. He is a rat, so it's well, not. For people, it is. But yeah, towards Radis, no, well, exactly. of course not. Human yeah, face. Yeah. It's like going, Mike. You, you know, damn, you've got some real human features. How dare you, good sir? <laughs> I but challenge I you to a duel. <laughs> Slap. But don't you think it's sort of like something that's generally considered not positive? So rat. 
rat is not considered a positive. So still saying it, even when it's appropriate, is yeah. trying to be seen as an insult. Yeah, of course. It'd be like if I said Mike's a Romanian immigrant. You know, it's accurate, but it sounds kind of like dodgy, right? <laughs> not really, because it's true. <laughs> okay. A filthy one at that. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, Alright, so where are we up to? Okay, so it fails to detonate Radis. So Moddy grabs onto the wires and Mixie tries it again and she she gets this massive electric shock that sounds like a bomb explosion which gets uh, Robbie and Lenny to fly out. I thought, I thought it was pretty funny when she blew up. I don't know what you guys thought of it. Yeah, no, it was good. It, I thought it was good. Uh, you mean electrocuted? <laughs> she I'm starting to develop where I think you guys are going to rate the show versus me. Feels like there's going to be a bit of a gap. <laughs> Based on how you guys are talking about the episode, <laughs> I thought that the um, uh, the effects of her getting electrocuted and flying off were done pretty well. I actually think it, it it's like up there. It's not as good as um as Mary Poppins' bit, but I thought it was like pretty well produced. Like it looks really good the way they do it. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those effects that they could do easily. You know how sometimes it's easier to do some versus others. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, so, uh, yeah, and the other thing that we find out now is that the bomb will go off at 11pm. Um, so, how did this work? How did Radis get to Keith? I can't remember that bit. Because they tried to blow up... Well, suddenly, Mixie. randomly, mm. they looked in the tree and Darren had taken Radis to Keith. And, uh, and okay. then they said, oh, yeah. Radis has a bomb, and Keith's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my gummies? <laughs> and he goes... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's- you know, he. I think Keith goes. He's not staying here all night. And Mixie says it's just <laughs> yeah, till right. it's just till he explodes. And Keith goes till he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls off at that point, doesn't he? Yeah, he falls off. They catch Radis onto the trampoline, and then Ke- they onto just the leave Keith. Put underneath. They just leave Keith to keep bouncing on the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love how you know when it looks so fake. It's when they bounce as high as they bounce the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the second bounce is as high as the first time, and you just look at it and go, that's just fake. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Not even trying. Now, um, the next scene is, to me, probably the most <laughs> out-of-line scene in, in this episode so far. Mm. When they tie Radis up to the post, and then they all hide... <laughs> they, tie- they all hide they behind tie- <laughs> with, like, helmets behind... Almost like a war zone kind of sandbags... <laughs> It was like a firing Which they line. set up in 15 minutes, because that's all they had, didn't they? From from the moment they found out. They're like, oh no, we've yeah, only yeah. got until... Hey, you think quick when there's a bomb, though. But um, yeah. they're all, they were all it's- standing there like, oh, we can't wait till this happens. <laughs> Let's watch. <Yeah. laughs> it's so dark. Like, it's exactly right. If you can think of, like, an ISIS terror- terrorist video, that's what it looks like. <laughs> He's tied up to this pole. He's got a bomb inside of him. It's actually, to be honest, if the ISIS terrorists heard this, they might take that idea of putting a bomb inside someone and tying them up to a well, post to get them Lenny, to blow up. Lenny even says pretty dark. something like he's calculated how far the bits will fly. <laughs> yeah, that's this is not a kid's show. Come on. <laughs> what goes, the hell? Don't worry. You guys, don't worry. I've calculated how far the bits will go and we're safe. <laughs> and then, um, Moddy is struggling to find what to what to wear when you're going to see a dead rat. So she's in a little black number. <laughs> oh, God. And Kylie, just, Kylie so says, I think, um, fake Kylie, 
we'll put flowers on your grave and then Keith says something along the lines of (laughs) if we can find enough of him to bury or something (laughs) what the hell and then and then Radis was saying about how he um he he's gonna get Moddy he's like oh I'm gonna get you back I'm gonna make sure that wild dogs pull you apart you remember that yeah Yep. I was like, Jesus, man, that's crazy. And then, and then it actually is like right at the end. We see Joe running in, and Radis is like, "Oh, thank God, someone's here to help me." And then Joe says, "Do you know how much TV would pay for this?" And he he, he then starts to film. He's got to film the explosion. This is so messed up. It is so messed up. It's not. This is like, to be clear. I would yeah, say on, this is the most messed up episode of <laughs> yeah, the yeah. series. Easy, easy. That easy. I can remember. To be clear, they all think he has a bomb in. It's not like they're pulling a prank and making him think that he has a bomb in. They all think there's a bomb ticking inside of him. And they're like, they had to watch and to, you know, be a part of the explosion. Um, so at this point, then it ticks to 11pm. And then they're like, oh, okay, you know, he doesn't blow up. Now... Can I just say something? Do you remember back in the day, like the mid-90s, you were never 100% sure what the time was? Because there's no way to sync your clocks, really, and your watches accurately. Do you remember that? No, because you used I, to be able to call. It used to, it used to be a number. You used to it, wasn't, call it wasn't 100% accurate, told you at It wasn't 100% accurate. I think the, <laughs> doesn't I think have to be 100% only, accurate. I think was, the only time no, but, you dude, could do it I'm, is... Is off maybe the nightly news or something. That's yeah. yeah that there's heaps of ways either. to that's, used, that's used to be able to do it. That's By delayed, what? Depending like, on where you are. Bunch of seconds. It wasn't. The, it wasn't an issue. A bunch of seconds. Of course, you matter about a bunch of seconds when they say it's going to blow up at a certain time. All I'm all I'm commenting on is that it's funny that these days you have a phone and it's so finely calibrated. It is more. It, it, the accuracy is less than a second. Yeah, because it like goes it's back crazy to the atomic how clocks. everyone is wearing almost these atomic clock calibrated uh, devices these days. But I was just thinking, it's crazy. I would have wait for five minutes before, you know, approaching him. You know what I mean? This is the ferals. Like, just because think. it's 11, who cares? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so now, like... What? The, how does Joe come up with the I, the the point about? Oh, okay, that's right. I'll just say a- actually ask when when before yeah, you on, get to on. that, he doesn't blow up. They all seem so disappointed that Radis <laughs> didn't blow up. Yes, that's true. They're like, oh, and with a disappointed oh, look really? on their face. This is they're meant to be like their friend, especially Friends. the other ferals. What the hell? <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. Um, yeah, so that's that's how. Because they were asking each other about, what's the time? Oh, do you want to check? My watch is always wrong. And then Joe's like, no, no, my watch is broken, remember? It was on the on the table. And then they all realise that he swallowed the watch and not the bomb. Okay, that's all great. This is where I just went. Now- <laughs> oh, come on. Like, it was so contrived. I, I was fine. It wasn't that. even it was set up it was from the start or something. In a way, like Joe goes, "Oh, hey, I can't find my watch." <laughs> well, that's blah, what blah. I asked. Actually, it's just left. That's what I was wondering. Like bullshit. That was it. Was really bad writing. <laughs> I don't think Mike's going to rate this fine. episode very high. No. No, but you, can I? Yeah, six. Um, can I? Can I, can I just ask though? They they definitely didn't bring up the fact. That there was a watch at any stage. No, at the, earlier I, in the episode, no, I okay, do not remember okay. anything until that stage, which is yeah, why it would I have went, been such please. an it would have been such an easy thing for them to set up, and then 
let, allow people to kind of forget it because it was mentioned in passing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would have forgotten it. Well, sort of. It's pretty obvious that it was an actual bomb. I know. Did you guys ever think it was an actual nope. a bomb? I actually I thought, it, thought was it was a watch, but I <laughs> yeah. didn't. I thought maybe I'd missed something where they did say there yeah. was a watch or something. So yeah, yeah. I think we all thought that. But um, so what I don't understand is now Darren comes into frame and he's sleepwalking still, and he's got a cake, and the cake is ticking. Now, did this cake? Was there, like, was there an origin of this Again, cake? no origin. Bullshit. <laughs> just came out of it's nowhere just, just to somehow link it back to the exploding cake shop. Now, and it's the now real bomb. It's the real bomb. Yeah, it's the real bomb, right? Now, can I just make one point? It is already past 11, right? Yes. Because they were going to go check out... <laughs> they were going to check out Radish. I didn't even right? think about that. That's a massive So now hole. if... <laughs> so just just to paint the picture here, so Radis is on a pole <laughs> with like a spotlight on him <laughs> with the sign says says live rat and he's supposed to have a bomb in him that didn't go off at eleven, so they're like, oh, okay, the bomb's not in him. Then Darren starts walking in with a cake, the only cake remaining, so they all conclude that it has a bomb in it. Now, surely it would have already blown up because it was past eleven. Like the same logic would apply, wouldn't it? And yeah, in this scene then Darren is instructed to throw the bomb <laughs> and he throws it in the direction of where they're all hiding and it proceeds to blow up. So at this point of the episode, like <laughs> Lenny, Robbie, all the feral, all the other ferals, Joe, they're all dead. They're all being blown up by this bomb. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, so it's, it's a terrorist bomb. Up, it should be pretty strong, you know. <laughs> so we've seen the next scene. Now, why why is why is Radis still tied up in the next scene? So we get to the next scene. <laughs> oh no, it's because he's he's doing an extra X ray on himself, right? To see an where X-ray. the watch is. They've just randomly got an X ray. <laughs> they got an X ray machine. It's like one of those crazy ones where you can see straight through. But he's still tied up, though. You remember that? Well, yeah, because when they well when they do what they do <laughs> at the end, he he's definitely tied <laughs> so, up. Say what they do at the end. It's insane. Okay. Um, Joe <laughs> orders Darren, who's still sleepwalking for some bizarre reason, to retrieve the watch from Radis by shoving his arm down Radis's throat. And it's not like a comical thing where it's like, okay. oh, goes to grab it, bing, it's out. You, you don't see it, but you hear it, and it sounds like it's something out of like a Saw movie. It is so, so disgusting. I'll play it. I'll play it. Because it's also the way Joe says it. It's so evil. It's Sadi- such an evil sadistic. intent. I know. Oh, no. uh, so how are you going to get your watch back, Joe? <laughs> Darren, put your arm down Rattus's throat. What? And get my watch. <laughs> now, go fetch. No, no, no. There's a there's a mate there's a so messed up. It is so bad and basically they show the watch and it's got like all bile over it or something. But how evil does he sound? And watching it again, they're all, like, egging Darren on. They're all, like, super excited that he's about to put his arm down Radis's throat and rip it out of his stomach. And what? Can I just ask? Radis, Radis is an arsehole in nearly 90% of the episodes, right? Yeah. And other yeah. than getting Darren to steal the cakes off Joe, <laughs> what has Radis done wrong in this entire episode for them to all gang up on him? 
I don't know. It's so funny. I, I, like, I just thought about it then. Why the hell have they got him tied up? What did he do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. It's not his fault that Darren threw the bomb, right? Oh, no, I think he actually did say throw this, the bomb. This bloody episode. <laughs> it's so dark, man. And then the episode conclusion is with Darren burying all the gang and then putting in roses on order of uh, Radis. Wow, what an episode. What a crazy, <sighs> crazy episode. Okay. Um, before we get into the ratings, can I just tell you yep. something mm-hmm. about this episode that I was alluding to? Yes. All right. Okay. Would you guys agree that this episode was by far one of the most vile or non-kid-friendly episodes? <laughs> yes. I struggle to think of any episode that comes close to being as non-kid-friendly. Did I? Okay. Maybe, maybe the gambling one. Maybe the gambling one. Okay. But yeah, can I? Can I? I'm just gonna say a list of people and mm-hmm. I guess films, and I want you guys to try to guess what this episode has in in uh, in similarity with them. It's probably the wrong word, but basically okay. has has a connection to them. So, uh, the Great Gatsby. Now, forget the whole Brian Rooney thing. I'm not talking about that. Is it Brian Rooney? <laughs> no, the Great Gatsby, oh. Lantana. <laughs> Eric Banner, Moulin Rouge, Rabbit Proof Fence, Hugo Weaving, and on and on and on. What do you think this episode has in connection with with those people and films? Uh, a bomb? Mike? Nothing? No way. Rabbit Proof Fence doesn't have a bomb. What is it? This episode won an award from the Australian Film Institute. Wait, what? <laughs> really? What? This episode <laughs> won the best Australian children's drama for this episode. <laughs> for this episode. For this episode. What? From the uh, AFI. Hang on, who wrote this episode can, out of curiosity? Can you hear can you hear my flask? <laughs> take a swig. Taking a swig. Now uh. <laughs> it could be one of those things where they just award the latest episode for a show <laughs> that they want to kind of congratulate the whole series, right? Okay. Pick a, pick a random episode. Yeah, it right. could be okay. Well, that, that episode, oh, we'll, we'll attribute it to that one single episode. But I had really high hopes of this episode because for ages I've seen on IMDb and even on the AFI's website, because it's not just IMDb mm-hmm. being wrong, yeah. that this episode won that category for that year in 95. And I'm like, mm. damn, mm. it must mm. be a really good episode. And then it turns out to be the most vile, (laughs) non-kid-friendly episode so far. What the hell? (laughs) I mean, it didn't. It's it didn't have any competition. It was like against Lift Off and Ocean Girl or something. But oh, Ocean Girl was pretty good. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, Mm. I just that chick was pretty. I just Mm. can't believe that it was this one episode that has won them the award. There you go. Well, I think this this is going to go very well into ratings because I think we're going to be very far apart on <laughs> the ratings. Um, do you want me to start, or yeah, go ahead. maybe? Well, no, maybe well, go we should end you, on a high, right? I'll go yeah. and then Swinney. Yeah, okay. So, oh, maybe I'll go last. Okay, okay. So, how about you? So, Mike? Um, what did you rate this episode? I was I was actually going to rate it lower than this, but I'm giving it a three. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. You reasons were is pretty apparent from my lack of contribution to this episode. Um, and the, the reason why I actually did give it some points can't, can't is because that there were parts that were, that were really... The the actual set design was fantastic. The acting and everything within it was really, really good. 
It's just the story mm. itself was pathetic. The way the way the <laughs> it, it seriously was it was horrible. It was the, by far the worst episode I've I think I've seen. And, and the way okay, it was so, so contrived. Three is the lowest you've ever voted. I don't know if it was the lowest. The I don't lowest. know if, was it. No, no, I just checked. Okay, that's cool. the lowest yeah, you've ever yeah. given an episode. And you were going to give lower. You said. Yeah, I was. But but I have to appreciate the fact that some of the scenes were really well well put together. Um, but in a, okay. it, overall, yeah, it was just it was bad. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, how about you, Swinny? I give this episode a six. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a funny episode that yep. unfortunately had, as we have seen, a lot of plot holes. If I was rating, <laughs> however, if I was rating this for its appropriateness toward children, it would be like a two. But oh, I'm not look, rating. On that. I'm rating on my personal enjoyment of it. Um, so I gave it a six because I think it could have probably it could have dealt with the subject matter funnier, as much as mm. you can deal with terrorist bombs and rats shitting out bombs <laughs> funnier. I don't know. But, so I gave it a six. Okay, so I'm going to rate it uh, such that the average for this episode is going to be a 6 out of 10, amazingly. Um, I, I gave this a 9 out of 10. Whoa! So, okay. Let me defend nine. it. Let me defend it. So, I totally agree. I totally agree that this is so inappropriate for kids. They sh- This episode, it almost appears like just a joke episode that the cast put together for their own amusement. Like... If they started swearing in it or something like that, you'd go, this wasn't a real episode and we're watching something that wasn't even broadcast. But this really was broadcast and it won an award. Um, I highly enjoyed it. I thought it was crazy. I thought it was really out there. To me, it sort of represents the memory of the show in terms of that show shouldn't have been aired or it was really (laughs) inappropriate. And watching this episode, like if this was the first episode we watched, I would have been like, oh my God, this show was crazy. I and I would have been pretty disappointed after I w- it. I would have loved to see if this episode got more complaints than the average episode. <laughs> and also, I'm giving this a nine, because I think this is actually, for people, because I think at the end of this whole series that we're recording, we need to, like, kind of have the top three or top five episodes, or depending on what you're looking for. For me, honestly, this would be an episode that I'd say people should watch. Just to go, this was actually broadcast on TV <laughs> for, like... A kid's time slot and rated G? It would have been rated G, right? Because they wouldn't have a PG kid show. No, it would have been crazy. Yeah. So I have to give it a nine, just for all those factors of how <laughs> mental it was that Fair it enough. made it on TV. So, but okay. So was there anything that we missed, or we covered it all? Look, I think we covered <laughs> we covered most of this hmm. weird, weird episode. I think the only <laughs> thing I miss There's is a lot of puke. The 25 <laughs> minutes I wasted watching the episode. <laughs> oh, God. So, there's only four more episodes to go, Mike. Four more. Uh-huh. So, that's 100 minutes of your time remaining. Hey, hey. You you look at my average. My average is pretty good. I, re- I actually enjoyed most of the episodes, bar maybe one <laughs> previously that I wasn't a fan of. Four. Four was the lowest before yeah. that. But other than that, they're yeah. all pretty decent episodes, and some were fantastic. Yeah, you really hated this episode. Yes. Yeah, you hated it. No, because it started off... Well, I hopefully. actually laughed at the start. I actually thought some of the stuff was really funny. Like, the little puns, like hard. saying it'll be a piece of cake. Stuff like that was really, really funny. The way Keith was snoring cracked me up. The puppeteer work was fantastic. It's just mm. <laughs> sort of halfway through, I just went, what the hell is this? <laughs> 
That's probably what <laughs> I enjoyed. It just felt like that. it was a waste of time watching the episode. Uh, okay. Well, it's bye for now, but for next week, it's episode 12 for Ferals and a Wedding. Uh-huh. Hopefully, Mike will enjoy this a lot more. <laughs> but that's it for us now. All right, bye. Adios. Goodbye.